Hey, what's up, guys? It's C-Stacks coming to you with another podcast. I'm joined here by some of my compatriots you might remember. Uh, Bert, you want to say what's up to the people of Versusdom? What's going on, YouTube? It's your boy, Black Hurricane! And we also got Scott. Hey, guys. It's uh, White Cyclone. Yeah, we'll do that today. All right. <laughs> All right. So this is hopefully going to be the first in an ongoing series of podcasts. I'm just gonna—I think I'm just gonna call it like this week in verses or something like that. Maybe we'll come up with a better name. Uh, so I, I'm hoping to do it like maybe once a week or once every other week, and we'll just talk about what's going on in verses right now. Hit some few topics and uh, get in there and get out and let you guys know what's going on. Yeah. All right. So yeah. we're gonna be talking. Um, Children of the Atom, um, what's it called? Uh, Utopia Battles comes out this week. Um, at time of recording, it's supposed to come out tomorrow. By the time you're hearing it, it probably came out yesterday. Um, and then we're talking a little bit about Momocon, what worked and what didn't. And we're talking a little bit about Dallas, uh, Dreamhack Dallas, which is coming up this weekend. All right, so let's uh, go ahead and get into it. So last week, what day was it? It was like, I don't remember what day this article posted, but we got our second round of Utopia spoilers. Uh, we saw a little bit of the Hammer team. Uh, I won't, we won't go over it in depth because, as I said, by the time um, this podcast is out, the the set will probably have hit shelves. But if you want to take a look at this spoiler, I'll have the link in the description, and uh, we're just going to talk a little bit about some of these cards, uh, some of our favorite cards that we've seen, and what we're really excited for in the Utopia battles. So, uh, Bert, do you want to start us off? Is there a you have a favorite card uh, that we've seen so far? Yeah, man. We got we finally got Sentry in the game. He's an 8-drop. He's 18-18, 2 health, flight range. And just to let you know, this, this is like one of my favorite Marvel characters of all time. He's just stupid strong. He can like go toe-to-toe with Hulk. And he's just cool, man. Like his suit, everything about him is cool. He's like um, Marvel Superman, right? Basically, yeah. Between him and Hyperion, yeah, you get Superman somewhere in between. Um... So he has Reluctant God, which means he can't strike. So, like, he's literally just a giant wall that can't do anything. But you can pay a yellow and he can actually fight. So I'm excited to ramp up to my boy, see what goes down. It's also worth noting that, like, you could play this on 8 and then play Dark Phoenix on 9 and delete keywords. And then and, you just yeah, have and just, an 18-18 flyer. Yeah, he, he gets out of jail, takes the shackles off, and he can fight. I'm excited for the card, man. <laughs> it's, like, it's like amazing how fast like cards keep getting power crept. Like like Foom was, came out, and I was like, yeah. "There's never going to be a better eight drop than Foom." And then like ah. recently, Gilgamesh came out, and it's like a sixteen sixteen flyer who returns to your hand if he dies. Like this is great. Nothing is ever going to be better than this. And now we have an eighteen eighteen flight and range. I was just saying that the other day. Like I never thought. I never thought Foom could get power crap, but then <laughs> like Gilgamesh twice in came a couple out. Months. <laughs> yeah. Power creep has been intense. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I, I'm into it. Like, like there's some insane power creep in this preview alone. Like, like I think my favorite slash least favorite card, because it's going to, like, mess up the game, I think, is 7-drop Ares, who is a 10-7 with three wounds. He's got dodge. He can't be range attack. So he, and he's got combat master. Your opponent can't play plot twist. And he's lethal. So he's a 10 attack lethal guy. I didn't even notice the first time that he had dodge. So, like, he's got 7 defense. I was like, oh, so he's got 3 health, but, you know, he can be punisher. No, he can't. He's got dodge. He's got combat master. He's got lethal. He's got everything. This card is insane. 
it's crazy that power creep too because like i remember for a for the longest time like you didn't play a seven if it wasn't ghost rider ghost rider came down and he yeah. two for one and like he swung the board but now like between aries shikla dual maw like Jungle even Hunter. serpent crown to an extent like our sevens have come such a long way man uh, I can agree with that because I was looking at uh, seven drops, especially for singularity, and yeah. I was having a hard time making choices. I was really? Like, wow. Yeah, that's like, like only one Spider-Man to, to any... an extent. Like, I was really impressed with Black Suit Spider-Man seven drop. Mm-hmm. That card's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and like, then like like Power Man too. That card is nuts, yo. That's what I was about to say. Not to give away any any secret tech or whatever for singularity but i think people have probably figured out in their testing so far that power man is kind of insane yeah that card is super strong yes he is i uh He's scott do, do you have a another favorite card that we haven't mentioned um, kind of a little bit i i like mimic i like the five drop mimic and uh mostly because of the freeze um i always felt like the freeze abilities are like very strong and versus Locking down somebody is just um, potentially very powerful. But you covered my favorite, too. But Mimic yeah, I, I, is probably my third. Yeah, I figured we probably covered the the two big ones. But uh, Mimic is yeah. the one who's got Freeze. He's got Genius, which is probably one of my favorite keywords because yeah. I love yep. drawing cards. And then he has that that Phoenix, good Phoenix ability where he can cancel any combat, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so, uh, but, yeah, some, yeah, some very just, cool cards in here. We got we got Norman Osborn up in here finally, Iron Patriot himself. Just some some really cool characters that I I never really thought we'd see probably. Yeah, I think he's gonna be one of those ones we just have to see what the rest of the set flushes out to right. to get any idea about him because it's really hard to judge him right now. Yeah, I think I think he's he's pushable, but again, like we've only seen a because this is a two hundred card set. This isn't one of the the small fifty five card issues. So there's a lot that we haven't seen. I think, plus yeah. there's yeah. two subsequent sets that are going to build off of this theme. So, you know, it could be could yeah. be pretty crazy. I should the team should be fairly well filled out, which is a nice thing compared to the uh, fifty five there's some teams that still really haven't been flushed out yeah it really makes me want for you know spider friends especially and brotherhood of mutants like those teams really got shafted like there's a whole lot of room to expand on those interesting ways that i I don't know that we're ever going to see or at least we're not going to see anytime soon yeah same thing with like shield and hydra to an extent um because like for for this for Utopia we're gonna get a two hundred card set and then two smaller sets to build off of it. I'd like to see them do that with uh, Shield and Hydra as well. Yeah, I love me some Hydra. They could. Yeah, I love those teams. That 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 box is probably one of my favorite boxes. Anyways, let's move on because we're getting a little bit off topic. So, um, as I said, this should this set drops tomorrow, which is the 29th, um, or probably yesterday by the time this makes it to air. But anyway, so uh, very excited for the Utopia battles. It's really gonna shake the game up. And I think it's really going to define the mutant-only meta, um, which is the one that we'll be playing for Gen Con this year. So, all right, very excited for that. So next up, let's talk a little bit about MomoCon, which was this past weekend. Um, where was MomoCon? Is it in? Was it Atlanta? I should have checked this before we started. Yeah, yeah it was in Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta. So, um, 
a little bit of drama surrounding that, some good things out of that, and some bad things, so we'll kind of break it down as objectively as we can. Who was the guy who was running the booth? I should have looked at his name beforehand. Michael... Michael Goodwin, is that it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so huge shout-out to Michael Goodwin. He was the guy who volunteered to uh, to run the, the versus table for the weekend and whatnot, and it looks like he did an amazing job advocating for the game. He sold a lot of product. He demoed the game yep. a lot, got a lot of people invested in the game, so that's a huge uh, a huge win for the weekend. I've seen quite a few uh, new people on the collective, uh, you know, asking about rulings and checking about, asking like what sets they should buy, which is really really good for the game. Yep, he gets the good. Then we got to do the bad. Yeah, and ugly. yeah. So we'll we'll touch the bad <laughs> and ugly a little bit. So on this was supposed to be the first. Um, quote unquote championship for uh, under the uh, singularity format. Now all the Cascade Run events have been the main events have been on Sunday. If I'm not wrong on that, they've been on Sunday at no, all previous events. Um, yep. So when Michael Goodwin got to um, the venue, he asked the Cascade people what day is the main event on, and they told him Sunday. And he relayed that information to all the new players he was demoing it to. He posted on the page and on the the main Facebook page and whatnot. And everybody assumed that it was on Sunday. I assumed it was on Sunday. None of this is the fault of Michael Goodwin. They, he just relayed information that was given to him. So last second, they said that the main event is actually on Saturday, and they ended up with a grand total of zero players for the championship. <laughs> so what are your guys' thoughts on this whole fiasco? Uh, Michael was the fall guy and, uh, they didn't deserve him that weekend, but they got him and he took the hit and, uh, I'm really hoping something changes because we actually need our events to fire. You know what I'm talking about? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I believe (laughs) that the Cascade website said Saturday, but I think the Momocon website at one point said Sunday, so there was like some communication breakdown going on, especially because the Cascade people like at the venue, like they should know what day the event is on, I would think. Um, I mean, I'm not trying to throw shade at anybody, but you know, when communication breaks down, it can cause events to literally end up with zero players, apparently. So, anyway, that's the the ugly to come out of Momocon. Do you have any thoughts, Scott? Uh, yeah, just the same as you, just the communication is poor between somewhere between upper deck, the convention organizers and cascade apart, and somebody out there has to know how to fix it or be a voice to fix it. So, yeah, um, I would I mean, say it's, it's disappointing, probably... but you know, hopefully they can, they can figure it out, you know, not trying to throw anybody under the bus or anything, but you know. Let's get these events yeah, to fire. I'm excited I'm to see either. the game grow, just... and you know, hopefully, it works itself out. So anyway, so well, yeah. So uh, big props to Michael Goodwin. Thanks for uh, doing good by the game. That's awesome. Anyway, looking forward to bigger and brighter things. Um, so this coming weekend is DreamHack Dallas, which will be uh, hopefully the second. Well, it'll now be the first. It's supposed to be the second Singularity uh, Championship. It will be the first Singularity Championship that it will be on Sunday. June 2nd, right? Let me look at this calendar really quick. I should have written this should stuff down. should be the 2nd, yeah. Yeah, so it'll be on Sunday, June 2nd, will be the DreamHack Dallas Singularity Championship. I will be that at that event. 
Um, John <laughs> from the Build Better crew will be there. Who is it? Who else is coming from our crew? I keep asking, but nobody will give me an answer. Um, Cody should be there for sure. Cody's coming. Yeah. All right. So, uh, as I said, this will be the first event under the Singularity format. Do you guys have any predictions for Singularity format? Do you think, being that this event is not a regional, do you think we're less likely to see a lot of Trinity and maybe we'll see some uh, some creative kind of decks? I think all bets are off at Origins, but Dallas should be the one where people like really stretch their legs out and try stuff that that they wouldn't necessarily play at Origins. I think so too, yeah. Yeah. I just think it depends a lot on the people that show up. That's it really true. does. Yeah. Um, a lot of people have pet characters or certain styles that they like to play, and um, I think you'll probably see that in an event like that. You know, you'll you'll see somebody who's just like, I love black suit Spider Man. I'm I'm playing him. I don't care. Yeah. Um, especially in Singularity, as long as like the deck can function. I think you'll see some of that. Yep. Um, yeah, because, like, to an extent, and Bert has said this several times before, but, like, in, like, the singularity format world where, like, decks are just in, like, all consistency is out in the window, then, like, everything is good and everything is bad. To to an extent, you can just kind of play whatever. Mm-hmm. It's true. I to some lot. extent. Yep. I, yep, the I there is some. Crap. <laughs> I played a lot of crap this format. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. There- there is some consistency, though. You have to realize where it is. Yeah, it's yeah, in your absolutely. main characters, and it's in the and it's in the locations, because those are the things you're allowed to have four of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. Yep. So. Yeah. So, like cards like Wakanda, I think we'll see a lot of Wakanda. I love that card. That card's awesome. That card's pretty good. That I think kind of lends a lot of consistency just to 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 some strategies, and I think we'll see a lot of that card. Uh, in regards to consistency with main characters, I think probably some of the best decks um, for Singularity will be, we've talked about this before, like main characters who can just carry the whole game on their back, right? Like you don't Mm -hmm. need your deck to be particularly consistent. They're just that strong. You know, stuff like Thor comes to mind. He's just that powerful. He can just carry the game. One I looked at a lot at the beginning of the format was like Juggernaut because he's just huge. He just steamrolls. He can hopefully just carry the game for you. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Yeah, Some, uh, it seems at first that your your first thought is that they're all going to be the uh, the combat oriented ones, but after you start going a little more in depth, you find ones that are fairly consistent in affecting the the, the format in the game, but aren't um, necessarily the combat guys. Mm-hmm. Like Red Skull is a fair example, just yeah. because his searchability off the top of the deck. That adds a lot of consistency to his to his deck. Absolutely, right. I completely agree. Do you guys then uh, t- talking about how um, every to an extent everything is good and everything is bad? Do you guys have any maybe B level, B or C levels uh, main characters that don't get a lot of love that you would love to see someone someone come with some spice with? Uh, I was really big on OG Loki in the beginning. Um. Valkyrie was another one I really, really liked, but I felt like she just had to work a little too hard uh, prior to level two. Um, Madam Hydra, too, to an extent. But yeah, there, there's there's definitely some cards that I, I would like to, to hear about in Dallas and, and Origins, particularly those three. Do you have any, any that you'd be excited to see, Scott? 
Um, probably uh, Armenzola. Possibility. That would be so. There's cool, a lot because with four, what kind of Um, yeah. So that can help with the consistency. And there's a lot of equipment out there. Um, probably Karnak because I think he's kind of cool in this format. And there was another one I wanted to say. Um, oh, Red Skull. I think Red Skull is fairly consistent in this format too. Yeah, I think I think Red, so. Red Skull could be really good. I really like Black Suit Spider Man. Uh, he couldn't really hang when I tried him, but I think that deck is really cool, and I really like that main character. Um, so that would be cool to see. Who else do you have? Give us two more that you think oh, might gosh. be interesting. Um, let me see. I like Juggernaut in this format a lot. Um, I tried Dragon at the beginning of the format. I really liked that. Um, not great, but I love... If, if any alien main character showed up, um, I think the only ones you could do, obviously, would be Dragon or Perfect Organism. Um, and I would just lose my mind if someone took one of those. <laughs> All right, I could see that. I know how much you love your aliens. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I would lose it. Um, and I think obviously all three of the Trinity uh, and Sinister Six are really solid in this format because all those guys can just kind of carry the game on their own. Um, yeah. Again, I don't think we'll see a lot of that at Dallas, but I think uh, you know all bets are off uh, when Origins comes around. But we'll talk about, uh, more about that later on. Yeah. Well, I. I still think the big three can fight in this format. That's oh, for yeah. sure. Solar Mystique and Dark Phoenix can all all still fight in Singularity. So I wouldn't be surprised if you see any of those either. So hopefully this will be the first uh, Cascade versus Championship to like legitimately fire. Because um, I know there's several different groups of people coming from all over the state. Me and a couple of my people will be there. Um, at least a couple guys from Houston. At least a couple guys from San Antonio. Like I said, the Oklahoma people are coming down, so you know we'll see what happens. Hopefully, it'll be a, it'll be a really good time. I'm gonna try to be live streaming the event. They told me I had to figure out my own internet connection, so you know we'll see what happens. I don't. I'll try <laughs> to stream from my phone, but it might be potato quality. You know, we'll, see, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Ouch. They're not gonna if, help if I, you if with the internet. No, they they said they'll, they'll give me a place to set up. They'll give me power. They'll give me access to the pairings. All that good stuff. So, you know, I'm not complaining. If I can't live stream, um, I will definitely still – I'll still have the feature match table and I'll record a, a bunch of games um, and I'll get yeah. I'll, I'll get the content out uh, one way or another so you guys can look forward to that. Uh, it should be a very exciting weekend. Wish I could be there. That sounds awesome. Now, right, so you guys aren't going to be there. When are we going to see you guys next? Are you guys both uh, coming to Origins? I will be at Origins, yes. I'm driving uh, out. Uh, yep. I'll be at Origins Friday and Saturday. So I can manage this time of year. I will not be at Origins this year. I can only afford one of the two majors. So I won't be at Origins, um, but I will be at Gen Con this year. Um, so that's uh, should be exciting. Uh, Can't wait for Gen Con, man. I, I think the mutant-only format is going to be really fun, especially after once we get all these uh, uh, Children of the Atoms cards. Especially right, with Rogue, yeah. Gambit, and Angel hitting main characters it's gonna be great man so uh real quick before we sign off uh do we have anything else that dropped this week in versus um because when we we're just talking about um uh the mutants only format i was reminded we did get uh confirmed that the trask main character 
in um, the Children of the Atom box. Uh, even though he has no team affiliation, they did rule he is legal for um, the Children of the Atom format. Uh, one other uh, ruling update that came out is Chad uh, posted a bunch of new rules regarding mantles. I didn't read the whole thing, but I think the, the main change was that mantles now no longer cross over between IPs. So uh, X-Men Bishop and uh, Company Bishop, uh, while they both, like, he has the mantle in his name, they're not considered to, like, share a mantle with each other. So, like, for purposes of Mantle Spider-Man, you can't search out Bishop um, if you have X-Men Bishop or whatever. They don't cross IPs, which I thought was an odd change, but I guess kind of makes sense. But do they do yeah. they still break uniqueness though? Like, can you have so can you have aliens bishop and X Men bishop? Yeah, because their names the are time? technically different because it has okay. the, the asterisks in the name, but they're okay. not considered to be sharing a mantle. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So uh, thematically, it, it makes sense because they're not even from the same property. So how would they be sharing a mantle? But gameplay-wise, right, right. it feels odd that, like, here's the this one exception to the rule. Anyway, so I think that's about it for this week in Versus. I uh, hope to see some of you guys at uh, the Dallas event. Um, do you guys want to sign off real quick? Uh, do you guys want to plug your stuff, maybe? Because I know, Bert, you got your own podcast going now. You want to plug that? Yeah. Um, the schedule's kind of weird right now because I'm just trying to get as much content out before Origins, but... Uh, you can catch me on the New York Minute, um, something little after school project I have. Um, I just recently talked about how to fix your decks, and we're going to move into like different archetypes and all kinds of crazy stuff. So yeah, keep a lookout for that. Uh, it's been really cool so far. I've got a lot of fo- positive feedback, uh, and I appreciate that. So yeah, check so, it out, uh, yo. I'll have that link down below so you can go check it out. It's a really good podcast. And uh, Scott, you don't cool. have anything going on, but you want to say goodbye to the people? Yeah, turn up twaddlers. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks for listening to This Week in Versus. I will see you next week. Uh, later, guys.